All right, and we're recording. Welcome to the uh, Movie Bros Podcast, uh, your new favorite podcast where you come to listen to people uh, uh, talk and review uh, movies that you may have seen or may not have seen. Uh, I am Neri Science. Today with me is Mike Mercado. Yes, uh, you know my Mike name. from the other. You know Mike from the other fourteen podcasts that we do together, including yeah, yeah. the What's Up Bro podcast and the Kickflix, the martial arts movie podcast. Um, today we're going to be reviewing two movies, as is the format of this podcast. Uh, we review two movies. Uh, we're going to re- be reviewing Black Panther Two, Wakanda Forever, Wakanda Forever, uh, and uh, Black Christmas from two thousand six. Um, I'm assuming, Billy Mike, you chose forever. Black Christmas because they both had the black in the title. Uh, well, you didn't let me do Wakanda Forever, Batman Forever. That yeah, no, was my no, OG. No. That is, so my theory, so on the episodes of this show that I am on, I will, <laughs> this will be a recommended double feature. Like, watch these two movies together as a night of cinematic viewing. Whether they're yeah, good or not, have to be the state. They don't have to be the same kind of movies, or no, have they the don't. Same... I just said it because the names were the same. It's funny. <laughs> Mike has an issue with me because he was like, "Which they have to be some kind of connected?" And I was like, "No, it's funny if you just it's just fun if you just pick random movies." And the way I could I could verbalize it to you, Mike, that you would understand more than others is we do a new movie or a newish movie, and then mm-hmm. we throw in an old school pick, and it doesn't have to be. Like it's you know what I mean. Remember the old school pick for the Woobro listeners. You would know what an old school pick is for the OG. And so old school Woobro listeners, the old school pick of the week was something that if it was on cable, you would that would like back in the day you would put the remote down, like you just watch it because it's on, and you're like, "Yep, that's it. That's what I'm doing." And and that was our like our bar to be measured. With this, I still I I my perspective on choosing the movies will be they're connected in some way and we will discover that we as movie bros wheels. goes on we should do wheels we should do an old school pick wheel and then we should do uh whatever is in the zygus and we do a current releases. a current we, movie and then we spin the wheel for an old school pick and then we for force the, the connection we we figure out how they are united like my other I, i'm okay with that i'm okay with that. Episode, that's letting the fates decide that's yeah future episode decide. of of uh movie bros will in fact feature body the bodyguard because i just watched it for the first time this week uh, yes two days ago so we're gonna do it? the you bodyguard no i've never seen it what? Yeah, okay, I know. Got, no, 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 we got to talk about that another day. All and right, that will be a uh, the two movies, for a future movie bros. For future, yeah, you should you should talk to. Uh, you know what? I'll get a hold of. I should. Uh, I'll talk to Sunshine to see if she still has the list of. Remember, she was writing them down at one point. This is <laughs> ten years ago. <laughs> Do you remember? Do you still this have obscure thing from ten years ago. <laughs> what if she was like, "Oh my god, I still have that thumb drive." What if she was doing? Like, oh my you know, god. Like, I don't know. Cool. Um, send it. All right. So let's start off with uh, take uh, act one of the podcast. We're going to be uh, talking about Black Panther 2 Wakanda Forever. Uh, released one, last take weekend. One. Rolling. Yeah. Yeah. Which which one are we doing? Right. Well, Black Panther 2 Wakanda oh, okay. Forever. Wakanda Forever. Did you see? I'm not uh, doing it every time. Did you see it uh, opening night? I saw it the night before opening night. 
I sat on Thursday. You know what I mean? Like my thing is I struggle with these movies because I don't want anything spoiled for me. So I, Mm. I always see them like I always go into radio silence before like a few days before so like if i had tickets for friday i go into radio silence on thursday because i try not to go on twitter well for other reasons but try not to go on twitter try not to go on social media uh because i don't want people inadvertently like accidentally spoiling things like no spoilers but oh my god shuri was amazing as black panther and black panther you know what i mean uh so like i have other issues i don't i my issues are schedule Hmm. Uh, if I am not on a cruise ship, I need to be able to watch these movies as soon as possible before I leave on a cruise ship. So that's my whole thing. I don't, I don't really, my algorithm does not attract spoilers. We've talked about this in the past Mm -hmm. and on other podcasts. Um, so I'm not worried about my algorithms via my social media because there's, it's not spoilerific for me. Mm. Uh, but my issue is watching them as soon as possible because I don't know next time I will be in a movie theater on right. land that I could watch the, that you know what I mean because I, I travel a lot. So mm. that's my one of my one of this movie come out, when's the next time I go on a cruise ship and that will determine how quickly after right. it's released that I will see this movie. So um, what was your general like if you were how, how do actually we, let's go through the plot plot summary, right? Oh, we gotta okay. go through the plot summary um so the plot summary of of black panther 2 kind of on uh, christmas eve an escaped maniac returns to oh i'm sorry no that's the no, other that's one. the wrong that's, that's my bad what well, my bad uh um, the wrong if you the, just google black I, I can't do it now because i i did it on forever? my phone and now i'm using the bandwidth the internet for for the laptop oh yeah but if you just google black panther uh plot summary black panther 2 plot summary there's a lot that they leave behind on the plot summary like, why can't, I, why? Again, it's a summary, but it's a it's a lot that they leave behind. You want to read that? I'm trying to find but the Black Panther. Just Google one. Black Panther two plot summary, and it's like the, it should be like the first thing that Google pops up. It's like here it is. Oh, I'm even Google. I'm doing IMDb. What are you doing? Binge? What are you doing? <laughs> are you doing binge? binge? I like how you didn't even call it Bing. It's like binge. Yeah, I, I, that's how much I don't use it. I don't even know the the actual name. What are you doing? Ask Jives. Uh, <laughs> uh, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, uh, Queen Ramonda, Shuri, Mbaku, Okoye, and the Dora Milaje fight to protect their nation from intervening world powers in the wake of King T'Challa's death. As the Wakanda strive to embrace their next chapter, the heroes must band together with Nakia and Everett Ross to forge a new path for their beloved kingdom. Now, not one Here's the thing. I think that's a great plot introduction because that is the the that is exactly what you need to know to go into the movie if you hadn't seen the first Black Panther or any of the Marvel movies leading up to it where they're like, yeah, you know, King like, you know, unfortunately rest in peace Chadwick Boseman which was like just just this looming thing in the movie that was hard for me to get out of my mind and I'm, and they leaned into it in the movie. But if you don't know anything about no more, or you don't know anything about, um, uh, like, like the, 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 uh, Talokan and all of the underwater and the fact, all of the no more stuff, you, you wouldn't want that like broadcast to be like, and they face down with their enemy no more from the, uh, you know, but it's in the trailer. 
it absolutely is. But this is written and it's like, okay, good. There's literally zero spoilers in this because there's literal plot of the actual movie other than T'Challa dies. But I don't know if this is a plot summary more than a... Uh, they might as well have just said like uh, they figure out uh, how to get their shit together, and it's like well, okay, okay, okay. That doesn't tell me much about the plot. I will say this: in the cast, they have uh, Michael B. Jordan in there, which feels like a huge kind of spoilery moment to have him there. Right. And they have Chadwick Boseman, which because he's featured in the thing and cut in flashback scenes and stuff like flashback that of like scenes, of yeah. like footage that was already you know shown they didn't feel it's not like they could film anything new so it's like um he's listed in the cast which you know i i i i feel like do you f- i'll ask you this directly should they have recast t'challa and done a different movie uh I, well that's a tough question because I'm a big fan of this movie the way it is. So right. it's tough for me to like imagine it a different way now. I would have recasted T'Challa. Um, I, I mean, he was in a movie and a half. He was in Black Panther and he was in Civil War. Mm-hmm. I don't think that was... And again, I'm not trying to sound callous and I'm not trying to sound like... Um, no, it makes sense. I'm, I'm, that's... From, from a movie viewer's perspective i'm not saying from a from a personal perspective i think it's beautiful what they said what kevin feige said about his legacy and about how he was just that great that they can't imagine anybody else in that role and that's and that's fine and that's great that's his decision personally i don't think that he did he was in a movie and a half as as king t'challa i don't i don't foresee i didn't i when he passed away in my mind i was like there's nobody else that can do i never thought that i never thought that that was a thing mm. um and they could have done it in different ways i guess they could have you know they've already opened up the the multiverse different dimensions they've already done that with doctor strange too they could have they've sent him to, into t'challa. space in what if remember he's yeah. he's star lord in star lord and what if right Which, so they i i I, but they could have just done it from Doctor Strange too. Open up a portal and he's t- T'Challa. Like, oh, and this T'Challa gets stuck in this in this dimension, and it's now yeah. this, insert new actor here. You know, it's hard. It's hard to say this like with the hindsight of the movie in the moment because yeah. years it, this. And it's they, hard to say. It's hard to give this opinion without sounding like a cold blooded asshole. Like, fuck that. Like, he was no, I'm just saying. Like, I don't I'm, think. I don't think yeah. anybody understood. Like, I don't like. He he kept oh God. It's hard to talk. It's hard to like because again, that's what that's why going into this movie was hard for me to separate the real world death of the main actor to how it impacted the story of the current film, right? Like you could see the movie. Like I was I was watching um, Screen Crush with with Ryan Airy. He's a, he, I, I I follow that guy. I love his stuff. And he made a comment of like. Well, like that, it, it kind of put into to words what I was feeling in the movie, where the reason it, the movie to me felt very crowded, like they were trying to do a lot because the movie they were trying that they had originally wrote, which was Black Panther, Chadwick Boseman, Black Panther versus Tina Kotil uh, as Namor is what they you you could see the traces of it in this movie right where the, it was supposed to be black panther versus namor and that's it like it was supposed to be this this thing and then a lot of the stuff that the MCU is kind of guilty about is like forcing things into a movie so that you'll remember it later on 
you know like oh remember and then and then that like i feel like riri williams could have been i loved her in this movie i don't feel like she was necessary but they need her to introduce the iron heart series in this movie i i thought that you know what i gotta be honest with you i thought i was gonna feel that way about Ironheart. i was like why you gotta introduce like and but i do like the way they introduced her i totally dug it, it i i dug the way it made sense right like a genius she's super genius and she's the only one that's ever built a vibranium finder and she did it because her teacher told her that she wouldn't be able to do it i love and that i thought that was i love I, that. I thought that was great i thought it was amazing so i was okay with <clears throat> i was okay with uh Ironheart. Um, they even had a little piece of Ironheart cut out and dropped on the floor. Like, ah, yeah, yeah. I get what you're saying. I get what you're doing. I, I think um, Ironheart should have been the one. Look, so I think the Midnight Angels, which is in the comics, which is a real thing in the comics. I yeah, think I, that I'm that was a little not like the way that came out at all. Yeah, like they could have done that differently. Like when they say, "Hey, to Riri Williams," they're like, "Hey, you have to leave your suit here." She could be like, "Yeah, you should at least paint it blue to not cop, not not get in on my brand or whatever it was," and then right. then have it be the Midnight Angels prototype. Like I was I was talking to a, a friend of the show, Will Watkins, about it, and for me, the biggest problem with this movie is that everyone. Letitia Wright, as great as she is as a supporting character, everyone is acting circles around her in the movie. Like Angela Bassett is fucking acting. Uh, Angela uh, Bassett Guerra is just acting. Rush the fuck out. I mean, Angela Bassett. Lupita that scene Nyong'o. Where she was like, acting. "Have I not given enough? Yes. Have amazing. I not given? I was yeah. like, man. Mm. Also, she looks great. I'm sorry. She looks amazing. We were in the movie theater, and when she, the first time they show her, when she walks into the the UN Council meeting, UN? I, both my wife and I were like, "Damn!" Because she's got like traps mm -hmm. and like the arms, yeah, and she's yeah. like, "I'm like, damn!" And, and my wife was like, "Yeah." <laughs> she looks uh, amazing. That, that opening scene was dope as fuck too. When they put the that microphones down, like we don't, we're not going to talk because she is the only person in the room that matters. It, they fucking parade in the the French forces where yeah the French are colonizers too assholes they colonized Africa <laughs> you pieces of shit go look up Belgian history in Africa you fucking monsters like like that was great and also um the 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 fact that they showed the colonizers from Spain and Spanish like yeah they're just colonizers in Spanish like that's all they yeah. are I loved all of that but yeah well I, I watched it with Angela my kids. I watched it with my kids, and one of first of all, we haven't even talked about Nomar uh, as a character, as the actor. He he fucking yeah. just destroyed it. Um, uh, and I don't. I, I'm be real with you. I don't know if it's. I'm sure the him being Mexican, uh, me being Latino. I'm sure it helped me be like, yeah, this motherfucker has a point. This motherfucker's spitting. Uh, <laughs> of course, like, you see yourself in the character. That's Yeah, I see myself in the real. character. I, even though I do think that way about Killmonger as well, and I'm not yeah. black, but I do see there were, I was like, oh, Killmonger had a point. Wait, what? <laughs> Breaking news. Breaking news. Wait um, a minute. <laughs> but I loved his love for his people. I love his like the fact that he was just not this maniacal like you know twirling his his shitty mustache fucking like an evil plot he's just like no man this is like my people don't want to be found last time right. we last time we were found it did not go well for us yes so i am going to yeah. do everything possible to not help us find so when they show us their people and they show us them playing games and they show us that 
I took my kids to see this movie and my daughter who had just turned 11, like two days prior, she said, Papi, when Black Panther uh, had the chance to kill Nomar, you can see it that she was realizing that uh, even though they're different, they are they're very they're very much the same people. This is like an eleven year old, a two day like she just turned eleven, and I was like, yes, that is correct. Yeah, she yeah. like it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter that they come from different parts of the world, and doesn't matter that they breathe air and breathe water. They're the same, and I was like, right, correct. Yeah, yes, that is right. And she's like, again, they're all people. I'm like, mm-hmm, preach. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. From the mouth. I love the fact babes. that color didn't even come up with my, my daughter's head. Like she well, didn't even why think would about it? Color. It's she's, not. Yeah, why? It's and not, in her mind, she's just like, it doesn't matter if they breathe air or water. And in my mind, I was like, well, I mean, if somebody breathing water, but you may want to. Fuck you, water you know. breather. Fuck you, air breather. <laughs> uh, I uh, think I loved. Look, we got to like Namor, which is how he pronounced it in the movie. And there's no more Namor in my life. It is yeah. not Namor anymore. It's Namor. And that Namor. that whole explanation, the origin of Namor and the way he is introduced in this MCU versus his, you know, he's been around like the like longer than Aquaman. Like I, technically Namor's first. Yeah. So hit them having this spin on the introduction where there's an like I, I also love the idea that it kind of breaks the myth of vibranium in Wakanda, the, 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 the sacred mound and like all of the legends that they're like, this is the only place where this happened and this is unique. And the, we're like, like having their cultures, uh, legends like torn down by the fact that, yeah. Hey, this shit exists somewhere else. Right. And, and, and the whole speech of, uh, that, um, I, I keep, like Angela Bassett and Ramonda, like the names are interchangeable in my mind, but they just get smashed together. But Ramonda in the speech in the UN is like, you're not ready for it. And like right. pointing at the French and be like, look at these motherfuckers sending people in after us, sending him, sending to, to like scientific research platforms. They're sending fucking soldiers, you know, like to kill. And the fact that they didn't kill the soldiers and brought them to for display, it means they knew it was happening there. You know, like all of that shit was fucking fire to me. Where it's like you're I thought not it was all ready. great. I thought the the more thing was fantastic. I love the fact that he's not super cut up and he's not like super muscular, uh, because you know whether or not you it breathe air or not, Latinos love fucking tacos, bro. We like. <laughs> we love I our mean, food. what <laughs> I do, I I'm curious as to because it's not Latino. The word Latin comes from European expansion, right. so like they are Mesoamerican. Which is also right? an adaptation of like a word that was not theirs to begin with. Like when you think about indigenous, like the the indigenous populations, and just in general, like how we react, how we how we label our the world that was inhabited already, like the New World, the Americas. Like no, that shit was a, a Europeans' name for this right. land that already existed that had names that we don't even remember, like. But it, I love that. I I mean, I kept thinking about that, and then the whole time I was like, you know, the comedian inside of me, and I was like, I love the way they're doing this. So they're like, they're like, what enemy can we have? Wakandans face is like ah swimmers. <laughs> it's just like ah, I was yeah, just like, oh my god, Jesus, what is this pitch meeting? Is that we're gonna have them face swimmers and they're not gonna be good in the water? They're gonna be like they're gonna have like they're gonna have this massive like fucking awesome Wakanda aircraft carrier type shit but they're not going to go in the water <laughs> so much of that last 
the last act of the movie was, I feel like the weakest in my mind. Really? Yeah. I don't like, well, I'm kind of an, I, I love the movie in, in general, but I'm kind of inclined to go to agree with you when you talked about now that you pointed it out, I do see remnants of a film that was not this film. Yeah. It's like they had to find a way to write. And I feel like the first two acts was that was them writing around. And then the third act, they just kept it as is like, and then black Panther fights no more. And it's like, okay. Okay. I, I, I dug it, but now I am seeing more and more of yeah, which I, remnants of a movie that was, that was like not there. Think about if like the, the it's, it's hard to separate because the yeah. real life grief that these actors and produce like the filmmakers were feeling, at, you know, Ryan Cooler talked about he like lost his partner, he lost his friend, and and I'm like, it's so it's hard to separate from the movie when it's such a big part of the movie, the mysterious disease that he kept hidden. Like, imagine writing in the script that about your friend that was yeah. hiding his disease. Like, imagine imagine being in that scene as an actor. And saying yeah. the words, he hid his disease from us. Yes. Like, that's brutal, dude. Brutal. brutal. Like, I was just... Ugh. So so it's hard to even, like, frame of reference it, what, what it, what it could have been or how they could have done it better because it's like, man, I don't know. Like, that's so inside baseball for what's what they're feeling for the individual, right? But as... So, like, if we're talking about that, then we got to talk about, like, Letitia... If we're talking about the real world... I could not like one of the things Letitia Wright is the weakest link in in this movie for me in terms of just acting like performing. Letitia Wright is who plays Shuri. Who, who she play? Shuri. Shuri. Okay. Shuri. Shuri was never shown to be the martial artist or the super fighter and all that stuff. Like, like in the comics, she's just as much a badass as as T'Challa, and that part of her being the science minded person and throwing away. Uh, the legends and the old traditions and all that stuff who scoffs at tradition Baku MVP of every one of these movies, by the way, uh, she is like this science minded person, but then she was anti-vax during the whole production of the movie. You know what I mean? Like I did, like I already was like tainted from, her. Oh, I didn't know that. So yeah. that didn't, that and you have the, we, you know, we, you, to the audience, Mike, to the audience, Mike and I talk um, just randomly about shit, and you you confided me like the, you have the weirdest mind when you go into a movie. You let the smallest things affect you, and or like your affect your viewing. The of difference the movie. being like, that as you're you watching the movie, you're constantly actively thinking about other things, and I. I've I just don't I can't relate is what I'm saying because I'm Here, like okay. okay like I just turned that part of my mind off I'm like so when you were watching you talked about this with Black Adam that you were like how is this going to affect the DCU and I was like that's the furthest thing from my mind I was like this is awesome explosions and I you're think, like but they're bringing back the other character and this other actor and in my mind I didn't think any of that my problem but, is that I wish like I and I've told I've talked I've talked about this to a few people and to like friend of the show will we have a, like a group chat of put, people putting stuff and I'm just like stop posting casting notices stop posting yeah. shit for me because I I would love I to live in a world your algorithm bro I, I, think, I, I don't I don't get that I, I literally but, so, but let so me finish I, let so me finish my point is that I would love to be able to be surprised by some of this shit. I I would love it. And and the internet has kind of ruined it. And also yeah. 
the accessibility we have to the actors and uh, who play these roles where I know like, and, and like my memory, especially being a healthcare provider, I work in healthcare for the people who are new to the geek bro. I, I work in healthcare. I work in the medical field. And when, and those things are big to me. Like when someone is anti-vax, it's like, fuck you. You know what I mean? Like that to me sticks. So the whole time, I, I imagine there was a conversation where the filmmakers went up to Letitia Wright and were like, you need to shut the fuck up and shut the fuck up now about being anti-vax. I don't give a fuck. You know, like you're ruining a legacy right. of a, this movie has to exist in a certain world where you need to be the star. And that's when shit like that's that's was hard for me to like separate because at the beginning of the pandemic, she went online and was vocal about uh, vaccine skepticism. And right. I get it. And and in the black community, that's a very real thing because yeah. they have a track record of being lied to about vaccines. Yeah. So it's so I, I get it. But also it's hard for me, whose entire world sur was surrounded by death and, vi and b b disease to see this woman who is on on screen and be like, ah, that's right. She is just Shuri and not a real person in life who yeah. I kind of have mixed feelings. Because, about. All right. So I didn't know any of that. Also, information, I so her, her her yeah. acting ability, I think everyone's acting circles around her, and I don't think she, it it was like what it, it's like. It was like if watching the supporting character try to be the lead, and I'm like, you're this is not how. Wait, you know something about? I don't about know. I don't know. I, I never her acting never took me out of the movie or her. I I I do agree. Mediocre that, uh, at best for me. I mean, you know, when you're when you're surrounded by Angela Bassett. Yeah, right. you're you're not gonna be the best actress in that fucking scene, and and you know I, I got to be honest with you, there are very few people who wouldn't you wouldn't be able to say that about. Like I don't give a fuck who you are. Like even if you put Angela Bassett next to Denzel, there's a good chance that Angela Bassett's gonna fucking come out on top as far as being a better actor hmm. than than anybody else in that scene. So I'm not saying I who I just Denzel never Denzel be in the MCU because I want to see ah oh, damn I, that would have been awesome. I I would never I I it never took me out of the movie. Her acting never took right. me out of the movie. Now do I think her acting was oh mate not but it never took me out of the movie one way or the other. It was I, never like Angela Bassett's acting took me out of the movie. Yeah. Like her acting was so good that I was like Jesus did yeah. you fucking see Angela Bassett just deliver that line? And it was like that's how great Bro, she was that it took me out of the movie of You know who else was in Incredible and portrayed their character with nuance and genuine like uh, like uh, emotionality. Fucking Tina Cuerta, who Namor was like when he's on the beach and he's threatening Angela Bass and he's not making eye contact. Yeah. It was like, like damn, like what? It was I, he was. I, he, I just I, learned about him. I just found out about him as an actor from watching Narcos Mexico that I still technically haven't finished. I'm like one episode away from finishing season one. Yeah. But that's how great he is. And I found out that he was playing Nomar, uh, Nomar, uh, Namor, probably Namor. a month, Namor, probably like a month and a half ago. My friend was like, oh yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm watching, I'm watching uh, Narcos Mexico. And like, oh yeah, well, uh, Nomar. I'm like, what? <laughs> and they're like, yeah, he's playing the new, he's playing he's the Namor. Guy. And I'm like, what? Like, I was so fucking, I was like, are you talking about, who are you talking about? Like, are you, I, and I was so, like bewildered and again that was a month and a half ago had i not mentioned to my friend that i'm watching narcos mexico i would not have known who the fuck this guy is going into the movie like that's how yeah, yeah. that's how only a month again so i just think you need to change your your algorithm here, here, um all right let's here. go into the let's go into um uh quick 
final thought of the movie and then your your review of the movie. What's Hold the on, wanna, what's the rock? I want to give right Wakanda. I want to give Wakanda Forever a little bit more more weight than Bl- Black Christmas <laughs> 2006. Oh, I mean, happen. like <sighs> the what the ranking system. I will give this. First of all, wait, wait. We haven't even mentioned Julia Leo Dreyfus. Which again was felt really shoved in there, but also like like I don't like, think it was really shoved. I thought it was placed really nicely. I thought it was like, and I I love the fact that if you have seen her in other MCU stuff, which was um Captain America, uh Falcon, Captain America, yeah, Falcon, yeah. whatever the fucking whatever the name of the Falcon show was. Soldier, I wasn't even a big fan of that show. Um but Julie Lou Dreyfus, every time she shows up, and she showed up again in the in the um, Black Widow movie. Mm-hmm. Whenever she shows up, it's she is easily the smartest person in the fucking room, the smartest character in the room, yes. and she plays it sarcastically and she plays it fun, but she still it's still left to the audience to understand that she is nobody to fuck with. And she already knows the answers to everything. And I'm like, it's like, uh, I think she plays it she's like the Sam Jackson, like a shit, but she's like a cool, fun version where she's like, don't talk. I don't need you to talk. Just listen, blah, 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 blah. And then she, you know, mm-hmm. but I just love the way she does everything. Uh, maybe that's because I'm a huge fan of uh, Julia Leo Dreyfus in general, but right. her, her character, which again, I'm not even familiar with from the comics. I, I'm not. I love comic books. I grew up with comic books, but I'm not that kid that read every comic book. So yeah, I'm not one to pretend. Yeah. I'm not one to pretend like, oh yes, yeah, I, I, mean, I don't know. I don't know her character. I didn't know her character before I saw her in the TV shows and the MCU shows. And uh, I, I'm fucking all for it. She was amazing. She was great. She, I'm again. The pieces that were extra were not uh, bad. They just were just extra. It's a two. It's a two almost three hour long movie, two hours and 40 minutes. So like there was a lot of movie in that movie. And, uh, and, and ironically enough, like the, the pacing of it never felt rushed until the last act, which I, I completely, my, you know, like I could, like, it's like the, what if my, what if of this movie changed when I learned that a group of Panthers, like, you know, a pride of lions is called a claw of Panthers. And it, and like, I would have loved as instead of the midnight angels thing, they have a bunch of that heart shaped herb. Why are they only giving it to one person? Give it to a bunch of people. And they should have been like, I've may have lost my brother, but I need my sisters. And then he, she would have gotten Okoye and Ayo and Anika, who was great, by the way. Anika was great in that movie. Okay. They could have with the fucking daggers and all that shit. They could have had four, four panthers. Four panteras, and they would have had uh, a claw of panthers. A claw of panthers. I love the fact that the angel heart was like, "Can I get some of that?" That was great. Yeah, and they're like, "No," but then, but then it's like, "No," and it's like, "Why not?" Like, what, what purpose does this serve to limit to one person? the level playing field that would be created and then the midnight angels thing you could have seen well, it goes later. back to it well, goes back to it goes back to what the queen said in the beginning mm. like you can't be the, the too many the more people that are trusted with this technology aka you know the the formula whatever the special the the serum yeah the, <laughs> but here's the thing there's a thing there is a comic arc of the midnight angels 
is because uh, Ayo, no, I'm sorry, Okoye or some one of the one I forget which one. One of the Dora Milaje kills a, a warlord for like abusing women, and then sh- they take the Midnight Angels. They're again Wakanda. They're like contrary to what Wakanda wants. They're they're outlaws essentially. And at the end, when everybody gives their power back the power of the heart-shaped herb back to to Wakanda, where they drink the thing that took it away in the first one, which again, parallels the idea. Okoye or whoever it is, is like, no. And I'm keeping it because there's there's stuff out there that needs to be done that you are not going to do. And then they she steals the fucking uh, iron heart armor and becomes a midnight angel that way. Like, you know, figures it out. That to me, like the fact that there could have been all of these power, Lupita, Denai Guerrera, and uh, the, everyone getting their own Black Panther moment would have been like a powerful thing. I think it, like it was like oh, I, think I, it I, been I too much. stop thinking about it. I think it would have been too much. Uh, you talk about a convoluted already a two and a, a two hour and forty five minute movie. I think it would have been too much for this movie. I'm not saying not not to do it in the in the future. I'm just saying they I think showed for the, three what, different Black Panther outfits. They I think it was I, first of all the blue angel. The oh, blue angel. The I did, was not a fan of the design of the blue angel suit. No, uh, I was like this. This looks that's how it awful. is in the comic, though. It looks like that in the comic. That again, that's not saying I'm not one of those dudes where it has to look exactly like I need Wolverine in the yellow costume. I'm like, shut the fuck! You don't need it. You don't need it. Like yeah. I'm not that guy who needs it to be. You know, we had it in Doctor Strange too. And it was great for nostalgia boner, mm-hmm. right? But when you see Professor X in that yellow wheelchair, you're like, oh, this is really cool. And then you see him moving about in the yellow wheelchair, and you're like, this is stupid. This needs to fucking change. This is dumb. This There's- feels like some kid's project where you're like, I want to be this for Halloween. And you're like, okay. I know. Um, this is my what if. I, I understand. Well, that's right, the movie they made and all that stuff. Like, I'm very clear about that kind of thing. I'm just like it. thinking in my mind, I'm like, man, that would have been dope. And and or to be or fair, it would be dope. You could still do it in the future. Yeah. Shout out to Lupita for her Spanish. I don't know if that was her, but fuck her Spanish. Lupita's Mexican. Lupita's Mexican. Her, her Spanish is so fantastic that I was yeah. like, is this dubbed? No, I'm trying Lu- to like read the lips to see if it's dubbed to see the ADR. I'm like, it, what? Lupita, Lupita's actually Mexican. She's, yeah, yeah, but she there's has a lot of Mexican American uh, actors whose Spanish is horrific. Right, we we need not like just because you're just because you're, you're of Hispanic descent. We all know in our personal lives, we know Latinos who can't speak good English, good That's good true. Spanish. We yeah, know that. Yeah. Let's. It, it's, oh. You didn't have to go to Hollywood for that. You could just go down the street and be like, your Spanish is awful. Like it, there's no w- a way around it. The guy from um, Dexter, the cop from Dexter, he's Puerto Rican. He's really Puerto Rican. Okay, his Spanish is horrific. No, but she's she's like from Mexico. Like she was born in Mexico. Like again, I don't know all her things. So if she was born in Mexico, when did she come here? Her, her Spanish is for now. I'm complimenting her. You just, I'm just taking it as I'm like her Spanish. Is I'm adding to the compliment and saying that this was also what a no, great. You're, you're kind of like, of course she's Mexican. Of course her Spanish is great. I'm like, what? It's not. Well, I'm trying to. I'm not saying of course. I'm explaining that she, her Spanish is legit like her spanish you know what i mean right. like and she didn't have to learn it for the movie you know what i mean like it's right. like it's so like when you hear someone who you clearly know that they memorized a line right. like they that rather than they no, and that's fine spanish. too i'm okay with that that's that's okay you know what i mean you should that shouldn't have to that shouldn't impede you from depending on the role i guess it shouldn't impede you from getting a role it's like if three lines are in a different language, just learn those three lines it's, you and she speaks whole... french in the movie too but lupita's oh, lupita lupita is the greatest she should have been black panther 
Let's my Nakia should be she's actually a villain later on I, whatever but the, the, like Lupita should be given should have been given her own movie she's so fucking good I, I would think, love I to think see the actress Lupita that plays Shuri my star. one thing about her and it's it's superficial is to she's so thin that it doesn't look <sighs> at all she's so thin and small in stature like as far as height and thin that. Uh, you know, her bodyguard looks way bigger than her. You know what I mean? Like, like yeah, I just yeah, saw yeah. as a superhero, and I get it. Small, petite women need representation, too, and that's not a joke. I'm being honest. But to me, as a viewer, I was just like, she looks so tiny. Yeah. And it just didn't, you know. That was that was one of my complaints. And also, like, <clears throat> I understand that they had I, to make, they level they had to level the playing field because I, I also, we would be remiss if we didn't talk about, like, the action sequences showing Namor as a badass. Like, when they show the wings and he's hovering, as a little kid, some people in the audience laughed because it looked kind of corny. But the second they show him, I think as the wings are stupid. I think the, that that's another thing. And again, it's part of the character. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't make any like uh, watching the movie. Watching a movie in 2022, I was like, "This makes no sense." Why I had a point. What I was trying to get at is they showed it as they they showed it as this kind of like corny thing. But the second they showed how it how they showed him moving through the air in way the way that he was like running and like leaping, like with the like like running through the air, I was like, "Okay, I get it." Thank you for explaining that one little thing to me of how he how he uses it, and I'm like, and how he why is he. Why is when he, he does only that, one that hard turn and he comes flying back, I'm like, fuck yeah. yeah. And then they show why that he's he a the mutant. only one that has wings. He's a mutant. But again, why is he, first of all, they use the word. Yes. Pretty big deal. That's a pretty big deal. fucking big he's, deal in he's MCU. a mutant. They use the word. But why is he the only one? Isn't his whole people, aren't his whole people mutants? They all breathe water. Right. They're all, they're mutates because of the heart-shaped because of the uh, vibranium there's right. in in the MCU there's mutants and there's mutates there's like like Spider-Man is a mutate he was mutated by the spider bite right. and then there's mutants that are born with their whatever gene and the fact that he's like the lady gaga of mutants he was born this way he's born this way exactly yes there's no All right, let's go to the let's go to the let's go to the review come on we're we're cutting into the shitty movie that we're about to review <laughs> we got to do one good one one bad one if that's what we're I know, we got to do <laughs> So, uh, what do you? I rate liked it? it. That's it. That's my okay. review. I, one to five, man. One to five, dude. You got to review. You got to rate it. I will what, give it. <laughs> I will. I will give it. Um, fuck. It's it's a a wavering. It's a, it's a a three and a half of those uh, little hexagon water bombs out of five. Because okay. I, 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 agree. I, there were some parts of it that were fucking phenomenal, but as a whole, if like the whole of the movie and independent from the MCU, like if it's, you're just watching this one movie, three and a half explodey water bombs out of five. I, uh, will give it five, uh, mermaid lures into the ocean out of five. Yes, we didn't even talk about that. That was dope. That was fucking great. Dope. So great. And they're yeah. like, uh, apparently, uh, this chick in that part in that scene of the boat, apparently she plays somebody from Doom from Doom's Island, Doom, Doom Villa, whatever the fuck the name of the island is. I forgot the name of that land. Dr. Doom. Yeah, his, his land. Um, he the chick, uh, the girl in the in the, on the boat. No, the girl on the boat on the uh that she's a CIA agent or whatever. She's one of the two oh, agents. Lake Bell, yeah. Lake Bell. Apparently she plays somebody from 
Doom City, whatever the fuck. She it's has called. a name. Uh, I was I was confused as to why I was like, why do I know her from? And then after the fact, someone was like, that's Lake Bell, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, you don't that's know that's an actress. Yeah. That's an act. I know the name as an as a thing, but she's not like a huge star. No, she's been. She was in the whole nine yards, and she was yeah. She's been in a lot of shit, dude. That's Amanda Peet. Is it? Now I get those. You know what? I do get those two confused. That's true. That's a thing. And they actually talk about that on, on, on talk shows about mm. how they get confused for each other. Like people people confuse both of them for the other. All right. So I give it five out of five um, mermaid uh, luring into luring into the ocean. Yeah, siren um, songs. Siren songs. All right. That is a wrap on take one of episode three of, um, of Movie Bros. That is a wrap. Print it. We're going to go ahead and move on. Take two. Moving on to uh, take two, Black Christmas, 2006. Uh, what is, uh, first of all, plot synopsis on Black Christmas. Uh, oh, I'm doing the IMDb. Are we not using IMDb this time? I would just, I just like the black, I just like the plot uh, summary. Just like when you, when you Google black, uh, when you Google the, the um, plot summary for these movies. Uh, black Christmas says the holiday season turns deadly for a group of sorority girls. Uh, who are stranded at their campus house during a snowstorm. These co-eds better watch out for a vicious killer is on the loose, and he will not care if they have been naughty or nice. That's a lot of words for what this movie is. Um, <laughs> They're not inaccurate. It's not, but it also doesn't describe. But it also doesn't describe a lot of the shit that's happening in this movie. This movie. This movie is um, a carnival of exposition. And gore, like oh, everything yes. that is not murder, is someone telling a story. What you don't know about this guy? You know, like yeah. that's the whole. It's it's a so first of all, really really peak early two thousands, uh, style happening in this movie. Yeah. Everybody's got a, a flip phone, which is like the iPhone was released in two thousand seven. So like you you can clearly see that they're incorporating you missed it by that much <laughs> incorporating cell phones into this into horror like in a in a way that is like like yeah we get it everybody has a cell phone now and it's just like this very narrow margin of where everyone has a cell phone but it's not a smartphone yet right like so there's this moment of when you're watching the movie where they have to explain why they can't just you know like call whoever they're like oh the cell service is down or whatever and then i don't know enough about sororities and greek life in general for colleges to know what the fuck is going on with this house and there's so many okay so uh i so i had to go and i i had to go on wikipedia and actually read up on the whole fucking movie because the movie is atrocious by the way to the audience it's really bad Uh, giveaway reviews the, the <laughs> plot is so it's so it's too intricate where they're they have they introduce way too many characters and they introduce them by name and these characters are yeah. not important enough to have fucking names yeah. and it's just like they they could have very easily been like where's girl two where's the blonde girl where's girl yes. three they could have done that because they were like where's, where's claire who the fuck is claire, claire? I'm like which one is claire who the fuck like i was like who is claire like where's and then where's leah i'm like who the fuck is leah like i was so what's an agnes agnes they introduce they introduce a character that comes into and i i know what they were trying to do they were trying to introduce characters 
in a very shady way to make the audience be like, oh, they're the killer. Oh, no, that person's the killer. Oh, no, that guy's the killer. And they're trying to do all of this, like, who done it type of shit when you don't need all of that. And it was very like, who the fuck is Claire? Who the fuck is Sandra? Who's this? Like, I don't need to know that. Yeah. And then it's based <clears throat> upon. So there's two legends going on here at the same time. There's the legend of Billy, whatever the fuck his name Billy is. Billy Lenz. Which he 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 had uh you know he was born with not enough uh son so yeah, yeah. that may meant that he had to be it's a liver disease yeah he had to be yellow for the entire movie which I even I mean you know when they first show him I'm like that is an Incredible Hulk joke like that, that is a reference to the Incredible Hulk and then he doesn't like he seems to size change throughout the course of the movie did you notice that yes like he sometimes he's like he's a giant and then sometimes he's like a skinny and guy sometimes he's bright yellow and sometimes he's kind of yellow like it's a weird and then the whole time he's yellow. like he, he begins the movie with being in the hospital in a mental hospital institution for 15 years and you go they would have given him medicine for that they would have given him medicine for youngest. Yeah. Like they would have given him vitamin C. It's not. It really isn't. Like what the fuck? And then also they show like it. It's literally like when you would watch, um, like when Batman had like the really campy rogues gallery of like it's the Condiment King and it's super specific to one thing. And I'm the one thing is my bad guy theme. It's like I'm the Christmas bad guy. That, that's what this yeah. guy was. He's the Christmas bad guy. His the Christmas bad his, guy. His his fucking jail cell or hospital cell, which Room. first of all, not that's not a hospital. That's a fucking jail. Like they they say that it's like uh that that's not they would have him drugged out of his brain. And then he would have he had Christmas lights and shit. In that's his, what I was that I swear to God, I was like, really? There's fucking Christmas lights in his rooms? Who put the fucking Christmas lights in this guy's room that everybody When his trauma of? is one hundred percent Christmas based. His oh whole trauma is Christmas based. He ate his mom as cookies for Christmas. As cookies. And that's another, uh, that's one scene that I could have lived without. I was like, you don't need, there's like, when you just, when you tell his backstory, right, you're already giving us exposition. When you yes. tell his backstory, you don't then need to 20 minutes later show what you've already told us. I think it's this either was one a gore or festival. the other. They told us his backstory and then. 20 minutes later, we got to see his backstory. And you're like, why don't you just show it to us? And uh, are you just purposely trying to fill up an hour and a half? Like, I, I don't know. I understand, like, what happened. Hostel. Was the movie Hostel came out yeah. in 2005, right? And 2005, right. Hostel, I feel like, was the start of the, the, the gore, gore renaissance. Yeah. Like, this kind of, yeah. like, show as much gore as you can and this movie is chock full of great um, and i will say this really good gore like the the all the eye shit there's tons of eye stuff in this movie so you, much eye shit if you have a this sensitivity guy, like i get i'm getting sympathetic tears just thinking about some of the stuff that he was doing but then there's so much eye shit in this movie but the gore itself was pretty great also i i disagree I disagree. the The one thing that I would find as as far as good gore is that cookie cutter shit with the mom. Like that's the yes! one time I'll be like, okay, that. But that's it. That's it. Oh, the, when he's the ripping eyeballs, out eyeballs out, it's it's kind of bullshit. But it is also like kind of cool. Kind of. I you love the do fact that. that you're like, this actress is an anti vaxxer I can't with this as a medical <laughs> professional. I can't fucking. I, I can't get this out of my mind. Then you see this bitch playing with eyeballs like a fucking jump rope, and you're like. 
eh, it's not the way it normally goes, but I, I'm, I'll, I'll allow it. The, I, the optic nerves were a little long. That, that, that is true. The optic <laughs> nerves were a little long. That's but a, you're like, no, no, as a medical professional, I'll allow it. I'm like, what the fuck? Okay. You All know right. what this movie didn't need? The other killer. <laughs> like the other killer where they introduce the the daughter the sister daughter sister daughter she's my sister she's my daughter she's my sister she's my daughter yeah (laughs) that whole vibe that is a chinatown reference for those of you those (laughs) listeners who don't know that is a chinatown reference and that shit is fucking amazing deep cut stuff my eyes won't stop watering now because i can't because i (laughs) it's like you ever seen is that does that happen to you where you get like if you see if like when when my uh like I had a coworker, their contact lens got messed up, and then their eyes they were like like bloodshot red, and my eyes started tearing. No, I don't, no, about, I don't have the eye sensitivity. I have a um friend, Missy. Missy is completely eye sen- like you can't if you if, when I used to wear contacts, I would put my contacts on in front of her, and it would freak her freak the her fuck out. out. She could not. For don't the let life, her watch she this could movie. Not, yeah. Um, well, for oh, many for, reasons. Yeah, for many yeah, reasons. Can we talk about some of the, the names? Can we talk about some of the actresses? Because they are not like nothing actresses. They've went on to do. Well, they, they, yeah, we had. They had the. Uh, and I, I'm really bad with actors' names, but I know what roles they played in. They. Uh, yeah. She was on in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Right, right? Michelle we, Trachtenberg. That's right, and then also the in Euro original, Trip, which is a great movie. I love Euro. Correct. Trip. That is correct. And then the original Meg Griffin. Is in this movie, Lacey Chabert, who was also in Party of Five and like and, that Lost in Space and she bullshit. Was in, and she was in uh, Mean Girls, which everybody seems to love. I'm not mean a fan girls. of that movie, but she was in Mean Girls. Uh, and she then was also, the future, she was yeah. also the the Jennifer Love Hewitt knockoff in Not Another Teen Movie when they made fun of Jennifer Correct. Love Hewitt. In Ke- uh, and then, then she was in and that then the other actress that was in this movie is the future Laura Lance from Arrow. Uh, yes, that's her. Yeah, those and, are, then and then also and then the mom, the the house mom, who's been in a million things, a million things from yeah. Greek Wedding and uh, a bunch of stuff. She's been in a bunch of yeah, things. Yeah. But also Mary Elizabeth Winstead, who was in um, uh, Scott Pilgrim, and then she's she was in the Birds of Prey movie. She's been in a bunch of other stuff. She was uh, Mary Todd Lincoln in Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter, which I will go to bat as like a good movie. A fun Abraham movie. Lincoln Vampire Slayer. We should have watched that movie. That movie is uh, fucking great. <laughs> we should have watched that movie. We should have watched any awesome. other movie. <laughs> yeah, this this that movie's amazing. Um, oh yeah, just this whole movie's convoluted. Then the, at the end, the at the hospital. And then I for immediately when she killed, uh, we assume she killed the sister slash daughter with the fucking pads to the head. I was like, I'm going to ask Mike if that's true. Can they fucking get killed? Yeah. Pads to the head. So those the, the defibrillator, right? They no right. longer use the pad, the, the paddle, the paddles. Right. They it's use patches. Down. They use patches yeah. because <clears throat> like too many people were shocking themselves. So like you can if you, any other part of your body touches I'm not, I'm, I, I know that's not thing. funny but it's but it's still funny like it's still it's like you're a medical well, professional and you're like I got myself like oh, and you can and and like if the shock is strong enough and or like cuz if it shocks your arms it's not as strong as if there's if, if you get shocked closer to the chest yeah. right a shock to the face yeah I guarantee you that will do some it'll that'll hard reset your brain and or enough shock you enough enough voltage get to the heart to to maybe but it, it really what it did was it it makes a line of electricity from here to here 
Right. And then whatever's in the way is getting all of the voltage. So for the brain definitely got something that can't be good. Yeah. But, <laughs> but like, um, the, the idea that like, like in movies, when you see some like that, it's that it's like a long thing, like, a, like a right. taser, that's bullshit. It, it really just goes bang, like a big bang. And that's it. That's why whenever they show like people in the movies that they go, and then they come back when they get uh, they get defibrillated. Bullshit. Mm -hmm. It's it's literally your whole body. Okay. Twitter. All right. All right. We we, we you don't. I just asked. You I think it would be guy. better if they showed know, accurately. But we're, we're running low on time, and you're like, and then this is, and then you're about to go into this. Uh, this is the only the, interesting the, part of this movie is <laughs> me talking about the defibrillator. I actually would rather yeah. listen to the the history of defibrillators rather than fucking <laughs> talk about this movie any further. Uh, Can we talk also about like they light the house on fire and the guys got just this part the 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 paths through the, the house in the crawl spaces in the walls yeah. and all that stuff i did think was pretty cool when they showed that guy or the girl i can't remember who it was that fell through the wall like yeah. all the way down yeah. i was like that's a great shot i i specifically me remember that shot because it was like very well done and i was like damn that I was mean, good they, the, the girl that got killed uh at the bottom crawl space of the house right when they show it's obviously a fucking doll like it's obviously now a mannequin like she's like struggling and then they oh right. then yeah 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 like yeah. a rubber and you could just see it looks like a sex doll it looks like a cheap uh made in taiwan sex why doll. do you know what like, those oh. look like nary because i have the internet man i oh, know exactly what those joke, look man. like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what world are you living in uh, um yeah, i don't know man this was this was a tricky this was i could see the parts of it that I, I feel like, cause, all right, let's put our filmmaker hats on, right? Like, if your goal is to capitalize on Hostel's gore porn uh, trend. This is a remake, by the way. This is a remake of an original that is, and I haven't mm. seen the original. Yeah. But from the internet, from what the internet tells me, the, the original is beloved. Yeah. It's like really everybody loves the original, it's, and I'm it's like cult classic in a way a lot of horror movies are like there's like there, it's not great, it's just that it's become this kind of iconic gore like like that was the whole thing before computers before uh, special effects there were visual effects of the of like you know dummies and gore like Evil Dead is a perfect example of yeah. like that sort of thing and well. At, and that's the that's the goal of like this resurgence was to do it again but better. Hostel was like a love letter to gore porn from the seventies. But they remade it again. You would know that, right? <clears throat> Black Christmas. In twenty nineteen. In twenty nineteen, there is yet another remake of Black Christmas. Of Black Christmas. What? There yeah, is. Why did we watch that one? <laughs> I I literally, as I was reading up on it, I was like, we should have watched the twenty nineteen version. This is fucking garbage. Um. But it's it's uh so the backstory to this movie as far as it being made is that the director got a lot of he was in constant battle with the studio execs that included uh Harvey Weinstein it was a, the Weinstein brothers oh, at the time no, and I they were in constant you know giving notes now the internet the Wikipedia page didn't give specifics of what but there was a constant. It did mention that there was a constant fight between the producers of the movie being Harvey Weinstein and his brother um, and, the, and the director, that they were in constant. It was very difficult. It, it amassed uh, like three or four reshoots uh, and Whoa. recuts. And so there was a lot of that going on. Um, so I don't know exactly what what. You know, so this is obviously not what the director's vision was for this movie, but 
I don't know, man. I don't know. It's yeah. I mean, to be fair, this I would I didn't I didn't go into this movie expecting greatness, and there were parts of it where I was like. The, watching know, it, it, it was it was almost funny in terms of how comedically the movie starts off with what you didn't know the story of billy lynn's and it's like a, some guy dressed as a santa claus lost in the hospital wanders into the most secure area like get the fuck out of here but also like the way they show everything like it's building towards something i thought was like almost almost like satirical like it was very funny to me watching it knowing that this was well, going to be first of all uh What's the uh, Rotten Tomatoes of this movie? I think it was like fourteen percent. Oh, I know, shit. I know. On um, yeah, it's like fourteen percent, something in the teens, fourteen or seventeen. Yeah. I can't remember which one. Which is too but high. Too on high. IMDb, it's like four point six. So yes. I'm like, wow, too IMDb, high. pretty lean. Too high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> too high. It's in the double digits. That's that's a lot. Uh, that's a lot. What would you rate? What would you? What was? What would be your rating for this movie? I am going to give this movie. God, because I I. I'm going to give it two. It's not, it's not, it's not, I'm going to give it two overly foreshadowed icicle drops out of five. Um, yeah, it, it, it is not good. And honestly, don't watch it. But if you do watch it with a grain of salt, it, it, I feel like this is one that we, if we watched it together, there would have been nonstop joking. Like that's that's yeah that's yeah saying. yeah I do feel that way but I I don't know if that was intentional on the filmmaker's part. No, it's not. But that, that happens. <laughs> that happens to a lot of movies. <laughs> so I think it was a success in the sense that we're talking about it now. <laughs> right. Well, it was financially a success too. It, it made it made more than twice the amount of money it cost to make. So a win is a win. Um, I will give it a one elongated eye sockets uh or eye optic what is it nerve. what are they called the nerve you mean? Call the, the eye, optic eye, nerve. Yeah, eye nerve optic, the optic nerve. nerve i would give it one out of five elongated optic nerves um <laughs> this is easily easily the worst movie i've ever seen this is easily go back to the listener go back to just look at the list of the movies that we have that we have reviewed on kickflix Oh, and yeah, you're, yeah, yeah. and just understand that this is still worse than any of those movies. <laughs> so just understand that this is a really bad movie. But it had the word black in the title, and Mike. That needs is not some why we picked it. That is not why Mike I picked needs it. some kind of symmetry because we did Black Panther too. So he needed. That is, something. you said you wanted a Christmas movie. Yes, yes, yes. You know, and tell them the Christmas movie that I wanted to review, Mike. I don't know a Christmas story. A Christmas story sucks uh, to be discussed on a future episode of Movie Bros. Doesn't Stay tuned. And it's actually the anniversary because it came out, it debuted <clears throat> November 18, uh, 1984. So, but whatever. That's besides future the point. Future content on. for Movie Bros podcast. All right. So uh, that's it. That's the review. Make sure you check out the other podcasts on the Geek Broad Network that include, but are not limited to, the Better Let Me Tell You podcast, uh, Chow Like a Best with Mike Valdez, the What's Up Bro podcast with Mike, uh, Mike and myself uh, and Stephanie. Uh, the Kick Flicks is part of uh, Movie Bros. So you're already you're already on here. And make sure to check out um, Cramacopia with Jeff and Q and Shiver, the horror movie podcast. So uh, go to geekbro.net, check out all those podcasts. Thank you very much. Go watch Black Panther 2. Wakanda is a little independent film and needs your support. Yeah. Uh, not enough people are watching it. I don't feel. And uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a we're, we're definitely breaking new ground here. 
are breaking new ground. Right. Uh, thank you very much uh, for checking us out. That's our movies I reviewed. That's the real, real. The real, real. I love it.